child of God, who are you? It's easy for us in this world to forget our identity or even to have the things of the world or our desires or our own needs or all kinds of different things in life to corrupt that identity or to make us forget who we truly are. Sometimes we even fight with God trying to hold on to someone that we are no longer. To a person that God has set you free from. To a person that God has put in the grave and nailed to the cross with Jesus Christ. So child of God, who are you? It is important for us to understand and to remember who we are. And join me today, friend, as I speak about that. Who are you as a child of God? My name is Pastor Gerald and this is Grace Waves. Good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me this morning for this episode of Grace Waves. As always, it is awesome to have you here. Now, we know in the Bible, if you read in the Gospels in Matthew chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 4, that when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist or the Bap- John the Baptizer, the Holy Spirit came down and there was a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And right after that, Jesus was led into the, sp- uh, into the desert by the Holy Spirit and with Satan tempted him for 40 days and 40 nights. And what was the temptation that we find in Matthew chapter 4? What was it that Satan was attacking about Jesus Christ? Listen to his questions if you go back there. Satan, every time he says, If you are the Son of God. If you are the Son of God. If you are the Son of God. And so Satan was questioning his identity. He was questioning the identity of Jesus right after God had the Father had said, This is my Son in whom I am well pleased. And this strategy is the same strategy that Satan used with Adam and Eve. He questioned their identity before God. He questioned what God said about them and therefore what you know made them who they are. And sometimes we can even live our lives, you and I, we can try to create an identity for ourselves through the things that we do, through the things that we say, through the things that we have accomplished. And we kind of build this identity around that. It's like, who are you? Can you write a synopsis about yourself in one paragraph? And most of the time, people will always write their accomplishments. They'll always write, you know, what degrees or education. And there's nothing wrong with that in essence. But that is not who you are. That is not your identity. Your identity is not based on what you have done, your works. It is not even based upon your failure or your sin. God does not see you in your sin, neither does God see you in your success. God sees you in Christ Jesus. That is your identity as a child of God. And oftentimes we can struggle, we can wrestle with God as Jacob wrestled with God about our identity. If you read with me in Genesis chapter 32, Genesis 32 
verse 24 to 28. The Bible says, And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled, with, wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And, uh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let you go except you bless me. And he said unto him, What is your name? Right? What is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, the angel said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, you have power with God and with men and have prevailed. And it's interesting there because the Hebrew actually brings out that it says, because you have power with God, you will also have power with men. And this is an amazing, you know, just an example of how sometimes we can wrestle with God about our identity. And then we have a certain name that we are holding on to, like Jacob's name. You know, Jacob was a liar, a cheater. He was a schemer. And then God said, you know what, Jacob, you will no longer be known in your old name. This is no longer who you are, but I'm going to give you a new name. And that new name is going to become your identity and going to become even your personality. You see, God gives us a new name. Not because of what we can do or what we have done or based upon our works or based upon our failure. But He gives us a new name based upon His grace and His mercy and His divine plan for your life. And so we do not need to wrestle with God about our identity, but we simply need to accept it and receive it by faith. That is why Jesus could withstand the temptations of Satan because he knew who he was. There was no doubt in his mind who he was, even if he was tempted, even if he did not, you know, prove to Satan that he was who he said he was. He did not need to prove that because he was secure in his identity in the Father. And you and I, friend, we also need to have that kind of security in our lives where we do not need to try and defend ourselves in the in the sense of our identity where you know when temptations come when 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 people try to take us away from God or mislead us or try to pressure us into doing things that we know is not who we are then we do not even need to wrestle with those things because we simply can stand upon who God has said we are and sometimes, you know, when we fail, because we all fail and you will fail and you will continue to fail until the day you are in heaven. But when we fail, we sometimes take that failure and then all of a sudden we make that our identity. Wow, you know, I can't serve God anymore because of what happened, you know, yesterday or last year or, or whenever. Oh, you know, I can't, I can't pray because of this or I can't, you know, minister in the church or I can't, you know, preach the word of God because I failed. Oh, that's not who you are. What does Proverbs say? The righteous man falls seven times a day, but gets back up again. That a righteous man, that is the identity. Do you know that God even calls a lot 
righteous in the Bible? Lot, the one who lived in Sodom and Gomorrah and refused to leave until the angels basically forced him to leave. That person, God calls him righteous, not because he had some kind of works program or he was perfect in any way, but because he believed God at one point and that made his new identity. And even though Lot had failure in his life and lived in failure for a long time, God still saw him as righteous. The same way with David. David failed, right? And David, you know, God did not see David in his, you know, in his position as a king. Neither did he see him in his, in his failure. But God treated David as a son, as a child, as, a, as, you know, as, a, as somebody that he loves. And God was merciful unto him. And God used him and blessed him regardless of his own shortcomings and regardless of his strengths. God knows who you are. Do you know who you are? So I leave you once again with this question for today. And I want you to think about this and make sure that you know the answer. Child of God, who are you? Who are you? Thank you so much, friend, for listening today. I hope that this message blessed you and that you enjoyed it. And please remember to share this with someone that you think might benefit by listening to this or just somebody that needs a word of encouragement today. And if you haven't yet, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be notified every time that we upload a new message and also to help us to reach more and more people with the message and the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for being here today. As always, remember, listen to the heartbeat of God. May God bless you. Goodbye.